So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, you are in for a real treat. I've got three of my coaches, three of my dear friends inside the office here in Dallas for the first official podcast in the new studio. Uh, what's up, fellas? Let's go to Bill Pipes first. Let's do quick introductions, maybe for the few people that don't know or have a lot of yeah. contacts for you guys. So keep the microphone close. We only got, you know, you guys got to like do the boy share, band thing and share. Right. So, woo, woo, so woo. Pipes, talk to any camera you want. Tell them who what's you up, are. Give what's us a little up, background. Guys? Bill Pipes, been in the industry since I was 18 years old. Um, been a coach for 20 some odd years, yep. been around you for majority of those 25 mm -hmm. years, uh, hundred thousand coaching sessions that I've actually done 50,000 hours, primarily right now working with, uh, larger teams, yep. uh, industrial size teams. And, you know, the, we're all making that race for a thousand, but yeah. you know, the great thing, thousand units that is the, the exciting thing is they all started where probably a lot of the listeners are right 100%. now, which is at five transactions, 20 transactions, 50 transactions, just started leveling up and right. stayed involved in the ecosystem and continued to actually grow and learn and stayed humble and hungry, man. I love it. Love it. All right. So Jeff, uh, the microphone is closest to you and then JP yeah. can pull it in. Uh, I've known these guys for at least probably 25 years and uh, I'm from Richmond, Virginia and I work with the clients that I work with are uh, crushing it on teams and brand new agents to mm -hmm. team players as mm -hmm. well and uh, I think I looked at my numbers of the 60 clients that I coach half of them are on track to make a million this year. So we're yes. going to share some ideas that work right now. Yeah, Love it. Love it. Jason, fire away. My name is Jason Pantana, and I've been a business coach with this amazing company for the past six years. And man, it's been an incredible year. You actually reminded me that I'm about the same ratio with right. my clients. I don't have quite, about, I coach about 44 clients. We're about on track for at least half. Yeah. In fact, of that now, about 20 of those clients have already crossed over a million in production. So I'm pumped for this conversation. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? It's it's not just the market. It's it's the marketing you do in the marketplace. And so a lot of the conversation today is going to be super fun and tactical and rapid fire and so i'm happy to be a part of this little yeah. group yeah i love it so so for the people whether you're listening uh audio or video whichever way i basically ask them again this question like what are the five to six things that your clients are doing whether they're luxury agents brand new agents building a team scaling a team the bottom line is this whole thing should just be called this works in real estate today because collectively how many clients uh probably 60. 60 how many uh early 40s early 40s 44. okay so we're talking about let's call it 140 ish right Agents from all over the country, U.S., Canada, Mexico, Mexico, right? Yep. One in Mexico, Cabo specifically, which I don't even know why they even call that Mexico. Yeah, like, like no, I'm not razzing my friends from <laughs> Mexico, but like, come on, Cabo is basically Southern California. Southern all right, California, yes. so so we're gonna go round robin and and listen for the listener right now. What you want to be thinking about is whether you're a brand new agent, a veteran agent, someone that's maybe like just finding me for the first time. We believe fundamentally that if these three coaches and, and all of the balance of the 171 coaches that work with us, we all believe collectively that when someone is doing something that's working, if I can figure out what they say, what they do, what they send, how often they send it, the frequency that they do it, I'm not saying that it's gonna just drop dead, be perfect in your marketplace, but what you don't wanna do is reinvent the wheel in this game. Instead, you wanna find out what the most successful people are doing and do what we say is R&D, which if you're coming from the, you know, the world of business, no, I don't mean that R&D, I mean rip off 
and duplicate. You wanna find what the most successful people are doing and steal it. So today's an opportunity for you to basically tap into three of our 171 wildly successful coaches and their best clients. So who wants to go first, guys? What What's working right now in this? So Jeff, you look ready. Yeah, so, I'm ready. And by go. the way, if one of you has the same idea, you gotta cross it off your right. list. All right. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to a client that I coach in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and yeah. you're gonna like this. Uh, Robert Yazbeck, you of were course. there recently. Yes. And I, just, I was just with him. Hey, watch this. He's doing client events called Tacos and Tequila. Okay, and watch this. He's, well, we're going deep right, right away here. Right, 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 right. We're getting right to it. <laughs> yes, that'll that'll make people show up. Right. Yeah, that will cause people to show up. Sure. Yes. But here's what's interesting. They're doing it on Friday nights at yeah. four to six o'clock. Perfect. Off, not on a Saturday or right, Sunday. Right. More people, and what they're finding is more people are showing up, hanging out. They've actually brought in a chef. Mm -hmm. They may have a little. They may have margaritas or maybe a shot of tequila. It's yeah. not a big barn burner blowout, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. people seem to stay a little bit longer. Right. They're inviting expireds and for sale boners. Great no idea. Way. No yeah, way. Yeah. Are they showing up? They are showing up. They okay. had there was an expired recently on a they uh, house was across the street and they invited them. They showed up and they said at the end of that we need to talk to you. But hey Tom, the real results are they've done two in the past month. Yeah. And they've already got a reputation. Other agents are saying your open houses are legendary. Right. Now, are people describing your open houses as legendary <laughs> and getting 40 to 60 people show up at a time? Right. So here's what happened. They've had two, they've had four offers mm -hmm. the day of the open house. People they didn't know showed up to tacos and tequila, started hanging around, looking around and go, I think we want to make an offer on this. And they, so I just I didn't get the context. Did you guys get the context? This is actually at an open house. This is at an open house. I thought okay. I just I thought this, this was just like house. he was just like yeah. come to my house and drink tequila <laughs> yeah. and have yeah. some tacos, yeah. right? So he's doing this is an this open. is a mega open house. It's a client event around tacos and tequila, inviting past clients yeah. and Sphere plus expireds and Fizbos, yeah, and open to the public. Uh, and they have a, a, a band that shows up. I mean, they make it an event, and their idea is to do this twice a month. And yeah. so far, they've sold both houses that they. Did did this on yeah and they wrote it themselves they were on the other side of the yeah. deal they Genius generated idea. generated the buyer themselves yep. from that experience okay yep. so fellas first one you hear that was it uh god 2010 so i'm dating myself right. a tad when we started doing mega open houses right coming off reos yep. right where we would have you know 50 signs out so it's kind of the same concept uh -huh. modernized uh -huh. but aren't you guys thinking wait a minute like COVID is happening right now like can yeah. you i guess maybe like you can do this in Colorado Springs, they can do it there. Yeah, and they're spreading out. It's a big, it's a big house that they're doing it on. It's more of a like a high end luxury property that Got they're it. doing it on. The the uh, the clients that own the house are super excited about it, yeah. and uh, they're they're making it a thing. Almost like, hey, we'd love to schedule you in October and do tacos right. and tequila at your your. They're using it as a marketing ploy to even reach out to expireds and fizbos. Right, and a strategy obviously to win the listing. Bill, you're gonna say. I'll, I'll say this too. Um, I have a, a good amount of clients that are actually in California, right? Yeah. I, one of them specifically comes to my mind is Bonnie King up in the Bay Area, right. which is you know legendary, legendary, legendary agent. iconic yeah. agent, and she's also you know in a area which is 
very, very conservative when it comes to like concerns and fears sure. about COVID, sure. as, as is yeah. understandable. They, they did an open house. So all, all individuals that are thinking right now, oh, man, should I or should I not be doing open houses right. right now? I will tell you, they even in East Bay, they had 125 right. uh, individuals that actually came through mm-hmm. for an open yeah. house. Right. So so the public is is there. They're willing to come out. And obviously you want to have that safety first right. conversation. Right. Of course. You know, always, of course. Right? always. But at the same time, I think you're missing out on opportunity because there's a lot of agents that won't do it for right. whatever hallucination mm-hmm. that yeah. they have or or uh, and so you know if you're doing what others aren't then you're going to have what what they never will and right. so do it safe yeah. right uh do it you know like level up yeah. on it as well too to yeah. be able make to it, make it make it, it, make it so that people actually yep. remember it yep. yeah so, yep yeah i go back to the interview i did with ivy zellman twice in the last 18 months and she said um, as, as much as we have fear, and we don't want to make the show about COVID, but we're talking about marketing ideas, but as much as fear is in the marketplace, home buying has trumped COVID. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I mean, and everyone listening right now watching this knows, like, you know what's happening in real estate right now. So with that said, okay, that's number one. Jason, grab this microphone. It might be a little easier uh, move for you there. Yeah. All right. Sure, or just, or just like, just, we'll just, we'll just, just push chairs. Bill out of the way. Yes. <laughs> right. 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 I got Manny Mo and Jack yeah. over here. This is good. All right. <laughs> so what do you, what do you got for us? <laughs> this is an interactive show. <laughs> I like it. All right. Let's talk about Google My Business. So yes. I have several coaching clients. Uh, literally, it doesn't matter where you're doing business. You could be in Europe. You could be in the U.S. You could be in Canada. You could be anywhere in the world. And right. Google My Business is going to be a mainstay opportunity for you to actually get the phone to ring. Yep. So we're calling it Make the Phone Ring with GMB, Google My Business. Make the phone ring with GMB. You like that with GMB? Yeah, you know me. Make the phone ring. Uh, all right, so what is Google My Business? Google yeah. My Business is when somebody looks for a local service provider. It could be plumbers, it could be electricians, it could be real estate agents. We know more and more that the consumer is starting their search on Google. Yep. Uh, for any kind of a local service provider, the question is, are you going to rank in those searches? Yep. And so that's, that's the opportunity we're capitalizing on. So I'm thinking of, in particular, Sandra Pike. She is running a rock star team in Halifax, Nova Scotia, in Canada. Yep. Yep. And she gets, let's call it a half dozen to a dozen inbound phone calls per month for free of people who are basically saying, hey, I found you on Google. We want to sell our property. Yeah. Or in some cases, we want to buy and sell, or there's a variance in terms of whether they're buying or selling, but it's free opportunities. And so the way that this game works, and there's a lot of technical details we could break down, but it's simply go to business.google.com slash create, get your profile set up or claim it, focus on adding a lot of photos, add a lot of reviews, and then add your business name. And when you add your business name, this this is is, the key distinction. This is the key distinction. So Google tells you one thing and does another. And so they tell you, hey, you should not stuff keywords in the title of your business. So in other words, don't cram it full of real estate agent, realtor, and all those types of terms, unless that's part of your business name. Yet the algorithm on Google search actually goes, look, there's data that proves this. It goes looking for those keywords. Yes. So if you can, I'm going to say this gently, lightly include some words that are not off base. You don't want to keyword stuff it or they might suspend your account. But what we're seeing agents do is add the word realtor, add the location in which they do business. So it might say like Halifax Real Estate, Sandra Pike. It's nothing right. crazy. Yeah. San Diego Real Estate, Maxine yes. Gellins. Exactly. But those terms, the geo modifiers of San Diego there Mm -hmm. and the geo modifiers of real estate or realtor or something like that, just use one or the other. Don't do all of it. But it helps you rank in Google searches. So what's happening is people are saying real estate agents near me or real estate agent, best real estate agents nearby. They're showing those local results in Google search and they're navigating over to these people's profiles. They're looking at their photos. They're reading their reviews and they're clicking the button to call them. Creating trust. Absolutely. I know you. I like you. I get you. By the 
anyway, let's just talk about it just for a second. I know we're all, you know, helping a lot of our clients really like really since last summer. Yeah. But, you know, three years ago when GMB really was launched, um, people are questioning, like, well, what photo should I put on there? Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm telling them, like, if you drive a Harley Davidson, like attracts like. Put photos of you in every Harley thing. If you got Absolutely. a Vizsla dog, you need to have photos of you. If you have kids, if you're comfortable, put your kids on there because they're like, oh, we're a young family. We're moving to Richmond, Virginia. He's got young kids. I can really, and he has a Vizsla dog and a Harley. Here's here's twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Like that's basically what's happening right now. So so we're amplifying trust with the GMB. Absolutely. Right? We're gonna come back this more. I want to go switch to pipes. All right. Yeah. Let's. By the way, we up. have like two bonkers ideas already. Yeah. And and now you might be asking yourself, like, wait a minute. So they're like half his clients are making a million dollars a year, forty percent of his clients, or whatever the numbers are, right? Like, so it make it makes sense. Yeah. Bill. So I'm gonna go and lean into the past clients in this in the sphere of influence database right now. Yeah. Because if you look at the data that comes in from National Association of Realtors, they've established that over seventy percent, I think the exact number is seventy six percent of all listings right now are coming from past clients sphere or referrals from those two sources. Right. Right. So right. you know we saw it in, in the data from our survey of our own clients. clients. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And I see it in, in the numbers even of the teams that are running these big channel accounts as right. well too, that they still have a large, large amount of business actually coming from past clients yep. sphere. So what we we launched um, thinking about why it is that so many people go to Zillow. Why so many people right. go to Zillow isn't just for the home search. They do it because they want to know what their estimate is, no matter mm -hmm. how accurate or inaccurate it is. Right. right. And so we said, why don't we just bypass Zillow and we start doing what's called a CMA a day, right? Something that's CMA a day. CMA a day. I can't think of a song that goes with that one, but I'm going to find one. <laughs> CMA a day. Super manageable, very easy, and, yep. and it's a, it's a three-step process. Number one is you send out a CMA with an email that says, hey, was thinking about you because the home prices and such in, in your area have gone up rather yep. than you waiting me waiting for you to reach out to me I thought yep. I'd send this to you you know please I'll be giving you a call this is the key right because there's three steps you can't just mm -hmm. send the CMA yeah. out via email yeah. send it out and say I'll be giving you a call in the next 24 to 48 hours to answer any questions that you might have Love now it. That email goes out. So Same. quick CMA in an email. And it doesn't need to be bang. like the, the expanded. It could be cloud right. CMA or something very right. simple. Some people yep. are actually using HomeBot, right? Yeah, right? To be able to actually do it as well, too. Um, so that's, that's you know, your choice as the user. Yeah. Number cloud two, CMA, HomeBot, or any yeah. other CMA any solution Any other simple use. solution. Number two is that they're they're shooting a video text that goes out personalized to that client. Nice. That's why it's one a day. It's manageable. And right. it just says, hey, Jeff, you know, I just sent you an email. And by the way, the email says in the subject line, best email you're going to receive today, right? So, oh, well, that's a so great, yeah. Yeah. Right? best right. email you'll receive today. And I put dollar signs on it. Yeah. 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 So then the, the, the video text is, Hey Jeff, just sent you an email. I want, I know you probably get a lot of emails, but I wanted to make sure that this is one that you looked at. Be sure to take a look at it. It's about how much money you've actually made in terms of your home over the course of the last two, three years. I'll be giving you a call in the next 24 hours. Look for my call. Feel free to reach out to me in advance if you want to, right? Then they make the call in the, in the 24 to 48 hour window, right? That's step number three is the 24 to 48 hour, 48 hour window. And it's just like, what question? It's not a sales call. Right. It is a 100% service call. Like, yep. hey, what questions do you have? Is, you know, like, do, do you, yep. what do you think about this price? Right. Is this right. a price that you agree with, don't agree with? By the have way. Have any other upgrades at, that I should know about? Yeah. yeah. At what I'm price? Sure. And then they get on the phone and they, they after, you know, during that conversation, they say, well, at what price would you consider selling your home? Is this the price that right. you consider? Is there 
a price that yeah. that actually is in the future. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> here's the numbers on this because we've been doing this now for about five months since the beginning mm -hmm. of summer or a little bit before the beginning of summer. For every 16 to 17 is the range mm -hmm. of these, right? That, that people that they're having the conversation. Right. By the way, right. if they don't respond, that you don't track them down and you're not like, you right. know, like, they're hey, hey, you don't call them a whole exactly. bunch of times, yeah. right? They've got it, it's fine. Every 16 or 17 of these that are going out, they're getting a listing presentation, like a legitimate Beautiful. listing presentation yeah. where Beautiful. they're sitting down. And and on top of that, whether they list now or not, what they're doing is they're loading the cannon, right? Either they're taking the listing right now or they're loading the cannon for That's the future it. where they can where you can look at it and go, hey, they're not at that price, but if it goes up 50,000 more, Right. Then I know that these two uh, lines are going to, you know, uh, converge. I'm going to call them in January. I'm going to call them in December. 100%. I'm going to make that call in advance. Right. And say, hey, you know that price you've been waiting for? We're almost there. Yeah. Right? So. You said you said a line. Uh, 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 we can't hear you, man. Oh, you you said a line. I gotta get these guys. That we you, gotta definitely get a microphone <laughs> in this place. We were not prepared today. You, you said a line that makes a lot of sense earlier. That I wrote down is like, have you had any thoughts of moving in the next couple years? Yeah. Because most people mm -hmm. are saying, you want to move now? You want to move now? So Jeff, it's not even are you have you had any thoughts of moving in the next couple of years? It's what are your plans with the home for the next couple of years? Yeah, that's a good right? Because if you come on too strong with right. this, or you plan on moving, right. automatically the resistance right. jumps up. Right. right? It's Hey, what are your plans with the house for the next two to three years? Because people forget you're talking to homeowners, not leads. These are homeowners yeah. that you're trying these to convert are to that leads. People referred to you, or they, you know, you, right. you know, you, yeah. you nurtured them. Well, these are your past clients, right? Oh, exactly, yeah. just your past, past clients. clients. So let me ask you guys all. So, so Bill, go go back to the microphone. So maybe right now there's a brand new agent listening to this, and they're like, oh, tacos and tequila. GMB, okay, I'm gonna have to Google that. I can figure that one out, but maybe I can create it, but like I don't have any reviews, I haven't done any transactions, yeah. right? And now you're telling me the number one thing where all the listings are coming from are past clients and I'm brand new and I have none. What can S I do with this? No, sphere of influence too. Thank That's you. the thing that you've gotta, gotta recognize. Even if you're a brand new agent, you have friends, even if you're a younger brand new agent, right. you, your friends may not be, you know, like homeowners, but their parents are, their aunts and uncles are. Um, I'll, I'll lean on something that Jason could probably take the ball and run with as well, too. If I was a brand new agent, thinking back to what I would be doing, I would be pumping out as much content as I possibly can, studying the market, utilizing Keeping yep. Current Matters, like, right? right? So He's yeah. like, you're stealing my second yeah. <laughs> Cross the next one off, too, right? <laughs> so, okay, gotcha. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, so that you can start to position yourself so they're not thinking of you as hey here's bill the right. you know the friend of Brand my football or player whatever, yeah. son whatever right. no this is bill wow look at that he's putting some really inf uh, uh, valuable information out right now for yeah. me you've yeah. got to shift that narrative around who you are yeah. as a new agent to the sphere that you actually have and the only way that you can do that is mm -hmm. through the content that jason has talked about yep. right and the and the process of doing that so i would be pumping as much content number one i would be looking at all of my friends if i'm younger right which i imagine like in my 20s if you look at the average home like age that people are buying it's in their probably early 30s for their late 20s yep. early 30s for their first house um i'd be thinking aunts uncles who can i talk to right all of right. that and doing that cma a day strategy right but you change the the dialogue and say i know you know me as this however mm -hmm. right I've, I've you know either joined a new team or i'm now part of a company and i wanted to give this out to you because there's a lot of resources out there to get the value of your home that are inaccurate yep. right and so then you begin to shift that narrative around who you are and, and you can 100 has anybody taken the time to show you the actual value? value. not not an internet generated yeah. but the actual has anybody taken the time no well, no 
let me put it together for you. Yeah. Right? I, I would I would also say like if you're the new agent, I, I totally support the idea. I had to I struck through the text. I crossed it off. <laughs> you should be doubling down, tripling down on creating content that yeah. adds value as you learn as you go. Yep. And I think a lot of agents might struggle with that. Well, I don't know that much yet. I'm like, well, you only have to know one video ahead at a time. Right. And then you find the next video right. and then the next video right. and you keep your body of work constantly evolving your your state of knowledge. Yeah. But I would also say there's a strategic opportunity to actually ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And so what does it look like in your content, not your content as much, but doing ask me anything on yes. Instagram yep. and saying, hey, what was your experience working with a buyer's agent or a listing agent and trying to learn what were the pitfalls and mistakes of predecessors and other agents that you can learn from and that you can improve yep. upon yep. and that you can then create content around because all of a sudden now your stickiness as a brand is yep. like, wow, she does it different. He does it different. I want to work with somebody like that. Wow. That's she's the new calling out a relatable pain that we experienced. We bought that house six years ago. The agent made us all these sort of post-transaction yeah. relationship promises and didn't fall through on anything. Therefore, well, all agents are the well, same. The yeah. reputation becomes that and you're changing the narrative. Because you think about like a lot of agents are like, I don't know as much, I'm not as experienced as so-and-so is. Right. And I'm like, well, there's some benefit in that. You have a fresh perspective. Yes. Go out and learn what they're not paying attention to. What are those pain points? And then yeah. double down on them, twist it, and make that a source of your content. I love it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to try and keep us on track here. So I yeah. think we only have three points it. so far. That was like a that was like a all right two A. Hey Tom, what's I, the number one or number two thing on your list? I, I'm super excited. This who is, is this for? This is for Candace Decker, the Real team that I coach, and yep. um, she, this is so basic. You go to Zillow, and this could be this could be a new agent. This could be an experienced agent. Mm -hmm. This is for uh, homeowners that uh, maybe there's a buyer that you're looking in a certain area for, yep. uh, or maybe the, uh, an area that you're farming. But you go into Zillow, and you type in their address, and you print out the Zillow form on their property. Yep. Everyone's got one. Yep. And in, as old school as this is, you put a little sticky note at the very top, and it said, Call me to find out why this number is wrong. Put your business card in there yep. and mail it. They sent out 20 of these a couple of weeks ago. They had nine callbacks. 20, nine callbacks that, so it's, it's that like turned a, into three listing appointments. So it's like it's like almost another form of circle dialing. Right. You're taking you're going, hey, I got a buyer. There's no homes on the market. Right. You want to live in this subdivision. Right. You go in and you narrow the street down and you take every three bedroom, two bathroom criteria. Yep. Print and it you out. Print out Put the Zillow of the house. But here's the key. Call me to find out why it's wrong. I didn't say whether it was high. I didn't say whether it was low. We got to understand homeowners get really defensive about the value of their home. Yes. So they're going to say, this is too high. Can I really get that? Or this is too low. I want more. It just starts a conversation. And we know that every sale starts with a conversation with buyers and sellers and it right. makes, it's making the phone ring. So great idea. I love it. I love it. All right, Jason, you're up. All right. I'm up. Uh, we were talking about this earlier today before we started recording. We were talking about being able to control and be at the starting point of that customer journey, whether it's a buyer or a seller, being yep. there first, because that initiation is worth a lot. And I think a platform that a lot of people are overlooking is YouTube. Uh, specifically, I think they fail to realize that YouTube is a search engine. So 
I'm talking to any agent right now who is prepared to make really good quality video content mm-hmm. and become that knowledge broker, but specifically on YouTube. So I would look at a tool called TubeBuddy, which you've yep. talked about on the show yep. before. Yep. So with TubeBuddy, it's basically a browser extension. It's like eight or nine bucks a month for the paid version. There's a free version too that works as well. The paid version's better, but whatever. And it plugs into Google Chrome. And so when you go into YouTube, you can literally conduct a search phrase on YouTube and then it will bring up this widget called a keyword explorer, or it will break down what are the related searches. How competitive is that search phrase? Are there other videos that will rank in the search results versus you? Because I think a lot of people don't realize that YouTube is not a social network. It's a search engine. It's owned by Google. If you look at the data, Google is the number one website and search engine on the planet. Number two is YouTube. I actually looked at this morning. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, how big is Bing? I think Bing has like 6% of the search engine Total space. Search, yeah. It's it's yeah. Google's, this is Google's land. It's their yeah. world yeah. and YouTube's by extension. And we're seeing an increased power of people searching YouTube for how do I do this? What about this? Where do I start with this? For sure. So they're conducting a lot of, re, like I think your brother, like Patrick's mm-hmm. called it the research phase buyer, the research phase right. seller. Right. They're doing a lot of research on YouTube. And especially right now, because we're seeing with people being able to work remotely, we're seeing people say, hey, I could move here. I could go there. Yep. So we're seeing all kinds of relocation for all types of reasons, which is driving people to learn more about where should I go? And they're going to YouTube. So you use, this is long-winded, I'll get to the point. You use a tool like TubeBuddy to conduct research on what are the phrases they're searching for. They wanna know the pros and cons of moving to Texas. They wanna know which Texas city is the best one to move to. You do the research, find the answers to those questions, and you provide the videos, and they'll just, somebody types in the search, there's your video. And all of okay, a sudden, so did everybody, the starting did, point. I just want to make sure that everybody got that because, like, this is something we talk we've talked about in in great detail. Through TubeBuddy, TubeBuddy will tell you people, human beings, are searching for these specific phrases: best home, best school, best whatever, blah blah blah. And yep. TubeBuddy will tell you people are searching for this, and they'll also tell you, and there are no videos answering this specific question. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Cause you, did I just say y'all? Like it's you did. Official. Welcome to Texas. I've been in Texas for a year. Boy, howdy. Um, yeah, well, let's not go that far. Okay, no, no, I'm not rousing my Texas friends, but just saying. Um, but think about that. Like, so, so we've all done a search on YouTube before where we're looking for something very specific. And what you get oftentimes is something that maybe has that tag to it, but they don't actually answer your question, right? They give you a bunch of information, but you're like, ah, no, this is not what I want, right? So instead we're talking about like imagine a world where 1500 people a month are saying best school district in this part of town or why are most people moving to blah, whatever it is and then you are the only one there with a video and what if it only has 300 views so what that's a great view those are 300 high quality high intent views so that's a killer well, but, killer but what idea. if can i double yeah. down on it please what if you want to get in on a search phrase that has a ton of other videos mm-hmm. in the competition and you're never going to cut through right. the noise right what if i could give you the max pass to cut the line dude give me the max pass so like, you can, from y'all the dude so i feel already I'm, I'm already back i reckon i can do it <laughs> <laughs> so there are different types of youtube ads yeah. youtube ads are yep. deployed through google ads because google owns youtube yep. so you would go to ads.google.com there's a yep. type of youtube there's two types of youtube ads there are in-stream ads which is what you're used to seeing yeah those are the commercials that played before during and right. after videos right. ignore those yeah then there's one that nobody uses called video discovery ads Mm. Video discovery ads allow you to literally figure out, again, use TubeBuddy, find out the keywords and the phrases people are searching you want to rank on, and then you can actually 
bid on those keywords so that your video ranks at the top of the list in the search results. It's like a Google Logo Services ad for YouTube. Yes. It's brilliant. Yes. Now, have you created content on this yet? I recorded it two days ago and it's not out yet. Okay. By the oh, time this you comes heard out, it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so, video discovery ads. I, like that. it, I mean, that's, yeah. that's basically that's, that's, a max pass. That's basically what Google is. So, perfect. All right. Bill, are you up? Okay. Yeah, I'm up. So, I'm going to put gonna the glasses say, on, I'm ladies and gentlemen. Words. All right. Skill based market. Okay. Skill-based market. market right? I absolutely believe, first of all, this is a perfect storm right now. Everyone has been fatigued with having to write up so many offers for buyers, getting beaten out, even the best offers getting beaten out by cash offers, et cetera. Um, we've obviously seen an adjustment that's taking place nationally in the market, minus a couple of different uh, locations and different marketplaces. And you know, I've watched agents, first of all, I've watched their mindset go, ah, oh my gosh, what's happening? Is, the, is, this, is this a complete turnaround? No, it's just a slight adjustment. I'm calling them um, micro adjustments. There's micro adjustments that are taking place in the market right now, um, You know, where inventory is up by 10% or up by 11%. It's not a huge increase. Days on market went from six to 27. Or, oh my or, God, or the even, market slowed or, down. Or, or even six right. to 15. Right. Yeah. But see, yeah. people go, well, it's not that much of a move. I'm like, hey, it's a micro move that you can yeah. use as a narrative right now to be able to get actually buyers and sellers off the fence to be able to act right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. So I put together what's called the get your ass, get their ass off the fence script. It's <laughs> <laughs> the name of it. So, I'm, I'm sure if you Google that today, you will find Bill's version of this script. Get their ass down. off the fence. But here's here's the get deal is get get their ass off, off the fence. We're just rhyming. It's the G-Y-A-O-T-F. Giotta. It's another song title. All right. Um, and what it does, it basically has the the typical opening that we that we teach in terms of a, a follow-up script. Hey, Tom, it's Bill Pipes over here with mm -hmm. Banana Real Estate. I'm calling you back like I said I would. How are you? Hey, Bill, I'm doing great. Wonderful, Tom. The last time that we spoke, which was back in May, mm -hmm. you said that your goal was to actually move into a larger house because you and the family have grown a little bit. You're going to be spending more time at home. Mm -hmm. Is that still your plan? And is your time frame still by the end of this year? Well, Bill, yeah, it is. Excellent, Tom. Hey, do me a favor. Uh, t tell me, what have you heard is happening in the local market today? I've heard the market is completely on fire and there's no homes to buy and it's that's just been crazy. Yeah, completely understandable. And there's a lot of people that have that hallucination right now based upon what we've seen, understandably, in the first six months, in the last year, last 12 mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. um, let me share with you the reality of what is actually occurring in the local market today and why it's a huge benefit for you as a buyer. Tell me. Okay. Then I'm going to go through inventory. I'm going to compare in or, or a couple key data points. I'm going to compare inventory levels, days on market, number of price reductions, mm -hmm. uh, 30 day window of homes that have come on the market versus homes that have sold. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to say, here's where we were in April or May. Yeah. And here's where we are right now. And yeah. talk about the increase or the decrease, depending upon what it is. Right. And then when I get to the very end of that, because that, that's the thing. And I, I, Childress, David Childress and I were talking about this. Yeah. The less showings, lower interest Con rates. You got it. Homes are a little more on the market. Yeah. But home prices are appreciating. So yeah. you're going to be competing with less buyers. You have to say that this is still a competitive market. However, right, what we're seeing is there's more opportunity for you. Right. And then once you, I've presented that data, and, and there's a, a lot of talking that you may do at that point comparatively, I have to turn it around and I have to ask them a question. That question is so, Tom, how do you see this playing into your advantage? 
right? As yeah. a buyer or Tom, yeah. why do you see that yeah. you need to take action now as a seller, right? Because this, this dialogue can be used on both, right? Yeah. And then, so then I'm going to use a three stage close, a three set, uh, descending yes set close. I'm going to say, Tom, you do want to take advantage of this opportunity in the market, don't you? Yes. Okay. And you do see why it is that's important for us to potentially actually meet right now or, or to take action right now. Right. I mean, I, I definitely see there's a window. There's a moment yeah. in time. Well, and normally what we're finding is they kick back and go, well, if the market is actually dropping, then why wouldn't I just wait? Sure. Right? So give me that objection so, really quick. But, so, Bill, but it sounds like the market's actually slowing down and I should probably wait and be able to take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah. And, and Tom, I totally agree that like when you look at this data, you would think that the market is continuing to shift and would continue to shift down. Can I share with you what makes me nervous about you waiting? Sure, please. Um, do you know how interest rates impact affordability for you as a buyer? Uh, yeah, I'm aware of the concept. You're aware of the concept. Okay, so you know, Tom, that if rates go up 1%, that you know your ability to be able to purchase a home goes down 10%. So if you're looking, like in your case, you had said you're looking at about a $500,000 home. Mm -hmm. um, instead of that $500,000 home, we're now looking at four fifty, mm -hmm. right? For you to maintain the same price, right? And, and Tom, we're already having a hard enough time at five hundred. I wouldn't want you, like, in terms of what you want and having everything that you need, mm -hmm. you don't want to drop down to four fifty, do you? No, but are you saying interest rates are going to go up? So. According to four of the of the major reporting industries, Fred, uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, National Association of Realtors, and the National Mortgage Bankers Association, yeah. right? And you can, by the way, guys, you can find this data on Keeping Current Matters. It's on their Instagram page and on their site. Um, rates are projected, which they're at 2.88 as of today in yep. this conversation. Yep. They're projected to go up 3.6 by Freddie. They're right. projected to go up to 3.0 by Fannie. They're projected to go up 3.5 by uh, NAM, and then 3.3 or 3.4. Uh, by NAR. Basically, two to three. Yeah. Right. Basically, high, yeah, it's going to go from two, two to, three. to low to mid threes. Yeah. Yep. So, Tom, really, the longer that you wait, mm -hmm. the more you open yourself. It's not going to be in February, Tom, no. that the, all of a sudden the rates jump up. It's going to be a gradual increase right. over the course of the next couple of months. So, the longer you wait, then the more that you're going to have to pay or the less you're going to be able to afford. Yeah. You don't want either one of those situations, do you? No. Okay. So, Tom, all that we need to do is simply, and then I'm going to close on them at that yeah. point. All right. Okay. So, you started this by saying it's a skill based market, yeah. right? Everybody's like, yay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and by the way, if you're listening to this, you might want to just go rewind, not yes. rewind. I guess you just put your slide on your finger. And, <laughs> that's my version. Of, I just, rewind all the time. double I tap the left side back. of the screen yeah. and it goes back 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Jason. You're always, Jason's always going to put up us like, all right, yeah. what are you, 20? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but, all right. But bro, if you don't know what to say right now, I agree. You're, you're yeah. dead in the water. And, yeah. and I, I honestly, and I mean this with due all respect to every single agent that's out there. We have as an industry, because the market has been so strong, got a little bit lazy with our skills and the market has done right. a lot of the heavy lifting for us, yeah. minus the frustration that we have of having to get offers accepted. Mm -hmm. You know, listings. Hey, hey guys, start working on your price reduction conversation. Start working on your pricing, you know, uh, conversation inside your listing presentation because the homes that are selling right now, the homes that are sitting right now are the ones that are overpriced. The condition isn't that great, but there's still major multiple offer situations that are taking place in every market for the well-priced, great conditioned yeah. home yeah. right and how do you get the price right by actually knowing what to say and saying it powerfully right right everybody knows what we're talking about right now you like you go on like there's nothing on the market and you're like except for those same blank number of homes that have been on the market yep. for the last 18 months yeah
Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you got to do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I want to be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. Okay, who's going next? Jeff? Yep. All right. Uh, another great idea. Uh, one of my clients, uh, Amol Hedda up in uh, Silicon Valley in that area, he's pulling tax records. I'm literally going to walk over. And make sure it's right there. I have some tape. We can right, right, tape. right, right, tape right. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, Jeff was in a band, and he was the singer that did this, like, Did you get that? So uh, Amul had up in Silicon Valley. I showed you the slides of what he's doing. He's going in tax records yes. and he's pulling up. You can get the data around what kind of mortgage rates homeowners have. He found even in Silicon Valley, he's like in an area where everybody, the smartest, right, they're yeah, so engineers. smart. He, he pulled a thousand uh, homeowners and determined that 400 of them had rates of three and a half percent or higher. Why is that important? Now he's reaching out to them and saying, hey, let's just have this discussion about refinancing right now. Mm -hmm. And I think most agents go, well, how's that gonna benefit me? Right, right. right. I'm not in the mortgage business. Right, but it still, again, starts a conversation. Starts a conversation. Starts a conversation of, have you thought about moving? Have you mm -hmm. thought about taking advantage of this equity? Or have you, have you thought about taking that equity and purchasing other properties mm -hmm. and creating income uh, you know, mailbox money basically is right. what he's doing. So uh, it's working. So where's for, he? Where's he getting the data? He's pulling. It, he's in California and he's getting it from his uh, uh, trans. Uh, the t, the tr I, we can pull the data in our MLS. Uh, where do you I'm get it from? Yours in uh, in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, just right in tax records, right in our okay. MLS system. Okay. But I think he's getting it either from his uh, uh, transaction coordinator mm -hmm. or somebody along the lines. Uh, what what do they use for closings? Uh, Escrow title. Yeah. Title. Yeah. I can't think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's not so good we're what, in the middle of a podcast right, and he can't I, think. I forgot. And he's still giving us a bunch of brilliant ideas. <laughs> right. Right. But, What's going to happen when he right, starts thinking? Right. But but uh, it's leading to a conversation and it's working for him. Yeah. So. I love it. I mean, any maybe Remine or another right. another data mining solution that would have that. Yeah. So everybody just, the key is find out all the homes maybe in your farm or in a geographic territory right. where you've got buyers and there's no homes on the market, what's everybody's interest rates and call and engage in the conversations with the people that have high interest rates. Yep. And the, hey, the worst case scenario is they don't want to move and you just said, hey, let me get my loan officer to reach out to you and let's right. get you guys at right. least a better rate, right. right? Like that's just a do good move that's going right. to pay benefits in the totally. future forever. All right, Jason, I think you're on number three. All right, number three is the ever exciting weekly email recap. Yes. All right. Okay, by the way, email is so underrated right now it's by totally the vast majority of people, and email is the number two driver of business success for most business owners that I know. If you look and listen to any kind of a digital marketing influencer right. who's going to be teaching, they're always going to say email, 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 email. Yeah, first. I can talk about ads all day, yep. I can talk about social media content all day. Mm -hmm. But email has all the data to back up its efficacy as right. probably the single best channel for getting your content out. So this one kind of so comes on the Before you say this, I want to share. the. Yeah. I read a uh, emotional sentiment report from January 2021 around email. And it was like the percentage of people that want an email every day from Brands Say Trust, multiple times per week, minimum once per week. And that total, when you look at the three, was like 53% of consumers want at least something from you 
every week. I think that's a massively underserved channel because a lot of agents are like, I couldn't email them more than once a month because this is a confession of my email sucks. And right. so therefore, if yeah. I send it to them every week, I'm, my opt-out rate, my complaint rate, the abuse sure. rate is going to sure. go up. Yep. So the answer is- Because the email is, is only about yeah. you, not about the person you're trying to serve. Exactly. Yeah. So the obvious answer is, well, fine, you can either not take advantage of the email. I would ask the question of why are you bothering sending an email at all? Right. And the answer is because I want them to see my name in the inbox. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what if when they see your name in the inbox, they associate it with getting that email they hate to get constantly? Right. right. It's a bad association. <laughs> bad reputation management. Yeah. Okay. So the key is, obviously, it's got to be a value-add email. I like the idea of a weekly email recap. So I'm thinking about the Far Group Northwest. Yep. Uh, it's a husband and wife team, Aaron and Christopher in Spokane, Washington. Uh, one, they are already crushing it on just about every social channel, on Instagram, mm -hmm. on YouTube, yeah. online. Yeah. Um, and they're super... Uh, Doing, they're, I'm having a Jeff moment right now. I'm, I'm <laughs> don't blame me. Yeah, don't blame me. Bill, come to my side. The brains are over here, buddy. I was going to say they're crushing it with traditional channels too. Yes. So like postcards, farming, yes. and so forth. But their yes. weekly email recap is one of their best points of touch and impression with So what's in the database. email weekly recap? I mean, I conceptually have a, a thought around it. What is it? It's sort of like competitive edge that you send out. Yes. It's basically, hey, I'm already making a lot of content throughout the course of the week, throughout the course of the month. I know that it's sometimes difficult to keep up with all the content. You don't want to miss anything. Let me give it to you in a digest where you can yes. once a week, and I like the idea of once a week, you can consume it all at your own leisure, your own pace, Smart. and you have that conversation. But here's the trick. Because your content should always be value add. I'm not saying you don't do like just listed and just sold and stuff like that, but you should have content where you're contributing your knowledge, right. where you're contributing your experience and expertise. Yep. Yep. And because of that, you're giving, 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 giving. This goes back to Gary Vaynerchuk's jab, jab, right hook. Exactly. I'm going to give, give, yep. and then I can have a CTA, but it can be inside that same weekly email recap. Yes. So what you should do is when you send out this email, you should also include some basic calls to action. Like, hey, do you want a free home valuation? Mm -hmm. Hey, do you want to search for homes? Do you want to schedule a consultation with me? So as they scroll down looking at your content, you can continually kind of offer soft little closes to connect, to connect, to connect. Something that I've been talking about a lot with my clients when it comes to email and social at large is, are you approachable? In other words, are you creating the opportunity where you're saying, hey, you can talk to me about this, or right. you can talk to me about this. I think a lot of people just wait for someone to call them because they want to list their home or something like that. I'm like, you're missing the opportunity to right. initiate the conversation right. sooner. So I know I'm kind of conflating some no, ideas. But, but, I like, but, but Jeff's saying it all starts with that first conversation. Then yep. you have to know yep. what to say. And you're like, I'm trying to create some engagement. And this email yep. is a great space to initiate right. that first conversation. And right. then the trickle effect takes place. Weekly email recap, you gotta be making content, but that's an opportunity folks are missing. In terms of providers, they can use BombBomb, they can use MailChimp, they can use Constant Contact, AWeber, ConvertKit, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. One pro tip I will give is if you're sending a new email, I would think twice before you make your reply to address your main email address. Because, Why? well, because you have a sender reputation as an emailer, yes. you have a sender score. Yep. And it's based upon a lot of factors, one of which is the company you use to send emails. If you're using one of those freebie email providers that sends mass email on your behalf, Bad. there's a really good chance you're on a shared server with about 500,000 other realtors who understand not much about email and they're spamming people. Right. And so if they get accused of spam by their list, by extension, you are too. Yep. And if you use yep. your email address with that list, your regular email address, it goes down in flames right there with it. Right. So there's two morals. One, pay to be on a better private server when you send emails. And two, I would recommend getting a Gmail address that's just for this list and using yep. it as the yep. reply to address. That way you're sheltered from your primary domain because I've talked to agents 
who they have to text agents, hey, I submitted an offer, did you get it? Because their emails go to spam because of bad list management over past years. Yeah. So don't be guilty of that. Yeah. So or I want to go back. It's interesting. One of the things that we started doing with a bunch of my clients is the same thing. It's like, hey, once a week, you're like, it's not only like, hey, here's the best piece of content. They got the most response or the most Q&A, the most like engagement. Yeah. But they're also saying, here's my happy client of the week. Yeah. And I just love it. It wasn't my idea. I'm in a space on who it was, but they're like, wouldn't it just be great? It's just a photo of me with like the new home buyer, right? And, and to be able to show, especially for a lot of our high-end clients, like, hey, here's the $12 million sale I made, but here's the $400,000 condo I did or $200,000 condo because like they truly have that range yeah. and they want to keep broadcasting, totally. you know, hey, call me when you have a $300,000 sale. Because I do those also, not just $3 million, $5 million, $12 million, et cetera, right? So I love that one. I also loved... Uh, best new restaurant in town, yeah. best new thing that I discovered in our community. Have you seen this? What do you know about it to try and create engagement? My yeah. question for you, and maybe it's too advanced, is are when they open up that email, are they opening up on that agent's domain or are they just reading the email? They're just reading the email. So, And you all get well, the difference with right. what I'm saying here? Because yeah. I want the traffic back to my website. So, so here's what you're going to do. They're going to open the email in whatever their email provider sure. is. Sure. Outlook, yes. Gmail, whatever yes. it is. The reply to address is what I was talking about a second ago with yep. the Gmail address. Yep. That's neither here nor there. That's just reply, hey, right. thanks so much, blah, blah, blah. You're going to hyperlink the living daylights out of all the different content. Yes. And my recommendation is, is, and this is probably going a little bit in the weeds, if you're making content for Facebook and Instagram and elsewhere, the same content that is repurposed in this email should also be repurposed as blog post. Whenever, like I do right. this. Whenever I post a social, you're going to find the same thing on my blog too because I want to build that SEO opportunity. And yep. if you open up my email, it's going to go to my blog. Right. I want the traffic on the website. On my website, so not to link, Facebook, not yeah, to right. YouTube. I want it on my site. So we actually covered that on a Tom Ferry show yeah. eons ago. So you yeah. might want to just search for that. I got one. the right. idea from you. I'm thinking Tim Ferriss Bulletproof Friday. Right, like right, or it's five, five Bullet Fridays. Five Bullet yeah. Fridays. Okay, right? speak into the, the microphone five, there. Five Bullet Fridays. Right? By the end of this podcast, I'm going to have the two of you talking into a microphone. <laughs> you feel like some strings that you can pull from under the table? <laughs> Here's the difference. You guys get to stay at one. We're back. We're oh, back. We're okay. Like, would, you, would you like to train again? <laughs> Oh, we can't give that up. <laughs> oh, we oh, went right to Van Halen. Okay, so, so you got another one. Let's go. Um, everyone loves gifts, right? Yep. All, all business based on relationships. We're talking about that yep. inside of our yep. planning session for Summit. Um, I have multiple clients that right now have identified their top 50 to 100 clients. Typically, yes. it's about 50 because that's yeah. a manageable yep. number in terms of both if I'm going to drop gifts off and also a cost basis as well, too. And, and when I say gifts, you don't have to think something huge, you know, you know, hundreds of dollars. It could just be, you know, I've got poinsettias that get dropped off by uh, Ed and Marcos Varga around the holiday time. Yep. And, you know, like they continue just from that one drop off to be able to actually get, you know, four, five, six lists and, and buying right. sales. Um, Marissa Perez, who does it inside of her farm for all the people that she's actually sold, and she does it about once a quarter where she's dropping off at Easter. She put together this super cute little Easter basket because, mm -hmm. you know, Easter, uh, you know, because most of her, you know, where she is, um, celebrate Easter. And she would just drop that off, you know, branded inside right. of it. Hey, right. I'm just dropping this off for you. Now, if you don't want to do it yourself, you know, these individuals actually take the time to do it themselves. I, I love Client Giant. There's a lot of my, I love a client lot giant. Of yep. my clients yep. that are using Client Giant. Big shout out Client Giant in Orange Big County. Big shout out to Client Giant and Greg Cummings, who actually turned yeah, me yeah, on to them. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, like he, we, we ran the test and I said, okay, he's yeah. like, I'm doing this new thing. And I went, okay, let me, let me run yeah. the test. We're yeah. going to beta this. Yeah. And sure enough, like he did it for 30 people. Mm -hmm. And then he came back and he got four referrals right. that, that wow. ended up like within the course of, of the first 90 days to four months. Crazy. And he more importantly Greg, got people he's calling. He's down in San Diego. He's down in San Diego. Average yeah. sales price. 
one, his his sales price <laughs> right. probably one point one. Okay, so he's, he's working the low end. Yeah, so right? he's, you know, my, he's there I'm, in Mission Beach. So. I'm being facetious though. Yeah. No, like four referrals for. Okay, so you know who did this also was John and Lauren Grauman, right? Mm-hmm. Who were like Beverly Hills. You know, he did like a seventy eight million dollar deal last yeah. year. Like he's done multiple twenty six. Like super luxury agent. We're talking about the post. Uh, John Rulin podcast I did with Giftology. Yeah, got it. And yes. he's like, I heard that, and he's like, I bought a hundred of my top clients the Tony Robbins first financial mastery book, yes. and just handwritten note mailed it to all of them. People were completely blown away by it. And he's like, I work with all these like super luxury people. You would think that they've either they read it, they've been exposed to it, and yeah. they're like, we found so much value in that, and it was just one more way to stay. Top of mind in an uber competitive environment. Absolutely. I didn't ask him how many transactions came from it, but he's like, he he was so excited just to see the response I got from my customers was so strong. He's like, now I'm just trying to think out, like, what's the next book? Yeah. Right? You know, low cost. You know, Destry Johnson. Of course. I've known known Destry for years. Right. Big shout out to Destry. Destry, like, motorcycle guy. Right. 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 We we were talking about it because he's been sending things out to his clients on a regular basis. and, And I said, switch over try this right yeah and he's like no man and he looked at it, he goes they're sending out like herb seeds and what is this this is i'm not gonna send, gonna send ball bearings herb, in Greece. Right? Right? Yes. i remember he was like i go bro just just test it right yeah. i mean like always be testing always and ABT. he sent it out and he goes he called me we came to one of the coach calls like okay I'm like that, what that he goes i like seven people call me and say thank you <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah he goes and they were all dudes. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, great Good for you, man. Good. Right? So just, all right, just so, think creatively, yeah, right? Yeah. And 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 give, right? Yeah. Like like give because I think about you got me something, you got me something, you got me something. I'm giving you something. You know, like you gone back yes. and forth. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, I haven't either. Right. I've never. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to help you with the microphone, Jeff. What's the next idea? I'm going to hijack on giving gifts. Uh, you know, no, Lauren. no, no. We already got gifts. Right, Go to the right, next one. All right. Uh, how about this? Uh, okay. Hold long. on. I want to just remind people that are like listening to the, the all of us hand bones here that these guys are all coaching highly successful men and women, individual agents, oh, and right. teams from all over the U.S. High end prices, low end prices, everything under the sun. And all we're talking about is like stuff that we see that's working right now. This works. What's next? You know, uh, Long Beach, uh, California, Andy Dane Carter. Big time. He's crushing, he's crushing it on investors and mm-hmm. non-owner occupied. Mm-hmm. He's mailing like crazy. What he's saying is, remember when it was a good idea to be an investor? Like in the postcard, in the mailers, yes. and then he's following up with phone calls. Yes. He did $10 million in one month in August. Okay, Chad, from- it, Okay, be, I'm going to have to have you say the whole thing over again. So when I move the microphone closer to your right. mouth, it doesn't mean move, move away, away from, from it. From it? I'm like, that's a little too close. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's a little No, too it's close. actually just, it's really, really great if you're close. super close to it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So, so one more time. Big shout out to Andy Dan Carter. Known him forever. Long Beach. So, investors. So he's working with investors non-owner occupied, mailing, and then following up with a phone call, as basic as that mm-hmm. is. He's making at least 10 calls a day, and it's turning into, he, he did $10 million in closed volume in August alone. Okay, so so give us context for what is he, ma- so non-owner occupied, for everyone listening right now, if you haven't gone into Remine or whatever data mining solution you have in your local marketplace through your MLS to say, who owns all the investment properties in my exactly. market, right? Listen, investors do not look at like, if you called me and said, hey, Tom, would you like to sell your place in Dallas? I'd be right. like, I just moved here and my, right, you know, it's right. like, it's like, it's home, right? right? But if you call me and say, I got an offer for you right now for one of your duplexes you're right. on, I'm like, talk to me. 
That's what he's talking right? about. Because it's it's a transaction it's a to- for me. I'm going to tell you one exchange or something else. Not emotional about this. Exactly. It's just a number. Yep. And I think the key is just uh, getting them on the phone and staying in touch with them. Right. Um, so what does he say in the initial call? What does he mail to them? And then what does he say in the initial call? He's he's mailing like I've got a buyer in your neighborhood. We've seen that right? before. Sure. I've got a buyer. Yep. Call me. Here's what's what, what also is working is text me even if you're not interested. Hmm. Now why do they do that? Because they just That's agreed. like Robert Cialdini 101, right? Right. Like I love it. it. Reverse, so Bob that Cialdini. just says they can stay in contact with them. Right. And so then even those that reply, say, I'm not interested, he's still going to send them out a CMA. Yep. And he's still going to follow up with a phone call because they reach out to him. All right. So he mails them a little, you know, cheat sheet on here's the value of right. that property. You've got it. One, two, three, four, right. Banana Street. I've got right. a buyer. You can't talk about the buyer, right? right. But you can still say, I'm representing a buyer. Yep. They want to live in this neighborhood. You know, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Can you even say they want to live in this neighborhood? Mm, I don't know. I need fact check. On I've got a qualified buyer looking. I got a qualified buyer looking in the area, right. and they want to buy a property. Blah blah blah. Right. And then then he's calling. He's How calling? often is he calling? He's probably. I mean, he's going to talk to them at least two or three times in a year. Okay, investor. So okay. he's got a, he's got a target list that he's going after. He's mm-hmm. relentless. He's not going to give up. Um, they're starting to say things like, "I got your mailer. Uh, I see you everywhere. Right. I get your postcards. You know, those things add up." Right. So he's totally focused on the non-owner investor. Why do you? Okay, so there's so in the U.S., if you've got 138 million homes ish, right, right, and that number hopefully is going to continue to grow, right. and there's now now 22 million properties that are investor investors. Right. So fun fact: 80 percent of the properties that are owned are owned by people like us. Right. They right. just own one or two properties. One or two it. properties. Right. It's actually the institutional investor starts at 10 units or more. Right. Right. So if you own 10 units or more, right. you're deemed an institutional investor, and there's a chunk of them, but there's right. a much bigger chunk at 30, 40, 50, 80, right. 100, 200, 1,000, et cetera. Why in the world are agents not working these sources? Makes what, no like, sense. I mean, it just, it, it, like, it, it, it just doesn't like make sense to me. Some of those homeowners are like blended families and they're like, I don't want to sell the house. Let's just rent it out. Right. And then you're taking advantage. Look, we know there's a lot of changes in the Airbnb rules right. and laws out right. there. Right. targeting them. Um, we know that it's not been great to be a land uh, a, a landlord in this type of market with everything going on. Sure. He's just reaching out to them to see, like you say, mm-hmm. raising hands, seeing if they're interested in mm-hmm. talking a little further or let me take a look at your property and see what it's worth. Okay. Start a conversation. Let me, let me piggyback. Yeah. Let me piggyback on this. Thank you. Right? Um, so I'm going to go back. I'm going to use Destry as an example. Yeah. Right? Well, I think one of the more prohibitive parts of any type of non-owner occupied or investor strategy is if you're going to treat it like a demographic farm, mm-hmm. which it is, right? right? It is. Um, to be able to, to market and mail two times, you know, because like I can use Murrieta and um, Temecula and that surrounding area where Destry is, there's over 6,000 non-owner occupied. Right. To actually mail to that two times per month is That's completely expensive. cost prohibitive. And the return just isn't mm-hmm. quite there. Yeah. And then you're going to be 18 months if you start it off before you get a huge return mm-hmm. on it, yep. as we've seen in a farm. So we were able to- But hold to- on, I would say, but I would take that list and I would carve it up to the 500 that are 10 well, years or older. Yeah, but wait. Right, I've already depreciated yeah. the asset. Right. I'm, there, I'm more inclined to 1031 exchange just as an example. Yeah. There's a way to actually lean back into email marketing that works because if you utilize Vulcan, Vulcan gives you a chance, mm-hmm. Vulcan 7, to, and there's other sources that do this as well too, that every single month you can pull in an area and actually set it up for non occupieds the thou, like a thousand uh, email addresses mm-hmm. that they have scrubbed and it's, you yeah. know, you have yeah. the you know, ability to be able to market to that are the non occupied So it took us six months with yeah. Destry to be able to get that entire list. Yeah. But now, 
now we're emailing two times per month to that list, right? While he's still calling, that's the key. I mean, you he's got call. the numbers yeah. and he's loading them up and he's calling them this. I mean, like it does. It doesn't work at the level that you need to and that you want it to to get the return that you want yeah. if you're not picking up the phone and making the calls. Like yeah. he's flat out said that. Yeah. But now what's happening is he's sending his Destry's top five picks uh, at the beginning of the Smart. month. And those top five picks are, are properties that are investment properties that are coming to the market. Now, now what's happened is those properties are gone. Right? Yeah. Yeah. However, it piques the curiosity. Of course. Right? Has them call. Hey, but that, that's, that's not available. What it sell for? Yeah. Right? Because like he's in California. A lot of people are acquiring the, uh, you know, the non-occupies. They're they're liquidating and moving a lot of that capital outside of the state or buying, you know, or or cashing out at this point. So we we market two times per month via email. He calls one time per quarter through that entire list. Mm -hmm. Right. So far, year to date, he's got eight. Like this is. This was as of last month. He's got eight transactions that have come specifically just from non-owner occupied with an average sales price, probably about eight hundred to nine hundred thousand where he is right now. You so. know what I love about this for the person that's listening? It's not that I'm like super hot or any one of us are like hot on like this is the idea. When we started this company 18 years ago, the the general thesis that I had, I remember like sitting with all my top clients. I'm at Shady Canyon. I got Stephen Christie, Maxine Gellins, Carol Garrett, like just all these unbelievable agents. And I'm looking around the room and I'm like, she does a lot of direct mail. He does geographic farming. She does a ton of open houses. This one only works this. This one does this. And like, but then this one also does this and this one does this. And I'm like, wait a minute. They all do like eight different things to generate clients. And, and one that generates eight in eight months at an average sales price of 800,000, eight times eight, that still sounds like, yeah. right? A pretty big number if it's one source. And then you have your database, then you have your Google My Business page, then you do tequila and tacos. Yeah. That's the game, my friends. That's well, Tom, the game. For most people that are listening right now, one deal a month, changes enormous. fundamentally right. The, right. The, the quality and the caliber of the life that you're living. Yep. So don't get caught up in these huge numbers of yeah. 100 transactions, 200, 1,000. Look yep. at it and say, if I just grab this one thing that Jason was talking about and what Jeff was talking yep. about, what Tom yep. Pipes was talking about, and I just begin to actually like, and I dive deep. That's, you have so much that's coming in right now for you guys. Yeah. Pick one and dive deep on that, yeah. right? And, yep. and 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 really focus on that for 30, 45, 60 days. Get that up and operational. Because I'm I'm of the mindset of I'd rather be a specialist in the short term and be yep. able to go deep than Correct. go wide. That's right. how that's what I've seen with every single person that I've coached yep. that has actually achieved great successes. They didn't try to be a generalist. They got a specialist yep. in. And when I say specialist, it doesn't mean that their business is just based upon one area. It means that for a short period of time they focused on one thing to be able to actually expand their business while the rest of their normal was running in the background as right. well too. Love it. Jason, what do you got next? So I'd like to, so my next one piggybacks perfectly, I think off of Andy Day and Carter, what you were talking about. So you said, so you added email and you said that Andy is doing postcards, calls, and what other channels is he using? Uh, text. Was it text? Text. No, he no. He just said, text me if you're not interested. Yeah, text me if you're not interested. So it's just okay. part of his CTA. Yeah. So so I think what you said is profoundly true, that we have access to list data, that we have like absentee owners, mm -hmm. and there are other lists, and we're not using it right. satisfactorily. And there are so many companies that can slice and dice and give you access and permission to use those lists yep. in a limited kind of a way. There's Batchleads.io, there's Landglide, there's Remind, there's Vulcan, there's uh, Red X. There's one after the next to get that data. Mm -hmm. But what do we do with that data? And I think I think the idea of the email is super savvy. I think you need to be aware of how cold email works. Right. There's there's a difference between opt-in permission email and cold email. There's definitely some legalities to be aware yep. of. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, 
I believe you're safe, but I'm not going to give a legal opinion, of course. Yes. I, but I but, would look at conversion.ai, right, now known as, what's the new name for it? Uh, Jarvis, Jarvis, right? They changed yeah, yeah, it to Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah. They have a box on there for, that's like writing a cold email, click here. Yeah. Right. And it basically, it's like the super soft, warm you up. This is yeah. how you do it. I want to, yeah. I want to be able to say you got a property and you've had it forever, blah, 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 blah. And then it yeah. writes it for you. And then go get a different email address for the and reply then, to. Exactly. Yeah. It, do not send it to your regular one. Right. But the thing that I think others are missing out on is, Hey, do you realize you can take that list data that you have, you've got to have the rights to it. You have to purchase the rights Correct. to it, which you can do through Vulcan or yep. Remind or whatever. Do you realize you can upload that into Facebook and, and to Google, Google and to LinkedIn, for instance, and to LinkedIn and candidly to any other advertising platform, you can actually target people on the basis of whether or not they're in that list. And people will say all the time, wait a minute, I can target people with Facebook and Instagram ads who aren't my followers, who don't like my page. Heck yeah. And I'm like, absolutely. You upload your spreadsheet of data. Isn't that a custom audience? It's, well, it's a type of custom, custom audience. Yeah. Yeah. It's called a customer list. And you go through and basically what Facebook will do is comb through its population of users compared against your list in four matches. Yep. It's not going to tell you like, hey, John didn't find a match because of privacy issues. Yes. But you have the ability to target your content, car target target content that could be specifically aimed and relevant, like in the case of Andy Dan Carter, at the idea of, hey, do you want to sell your investment? Do you want to basically cash out and put in a different property? You can have that content hitting them from all different places. And one of the psychol psychology principles that really has a strong impact in how fast marketing performs is this idea of encircling around people. There's something called the frequency illusion. Yep. So if you're a consumer and I'm driving down the road and I'm picturing this part in Nashville where I'm gonna be driving down 65 South and I'm gonna see a sign for Gary Ashton. And then I'm gonna get the interstate and I might go to a restaurant and I'm gonna see his signage inside that restaurant. Yep. And then I might go online and see him on Facebook. and. The more channels I see him in, it creates this illusion of frequency that I see him in more places than I really do. Right. And so it expedites that top of mind awareness component that brings people to say, I can't escape Andy Dane Carter. This guy's circling in my head, for instance. And so I'm going to take action on that. Yeah. So I think my, my next step would be is, hey, you need to be targeting list. It could be absentee owners. Uh, you know, I have, uh, I'm thinking of Scott Sacken. It could be your geographic farm. It, it, it could, could be, be an age demographic of demographic sellers. Farm. In, right. So like I'm thinking of uh, Scott Sacken uh, mm -hmm. in Huntington Beach. Yep. So they have what they call the 30 plus club, which they target homeowners in Huntington Beach who have owned their properties for at least 30 years. I and it's it. all congratulatory. I, I love it. Yeah. Same kind of a thing. But the, yeah. but the trick is. What do you is, mean congratulatory? Like, hey, congratulations, wanna, you paid off your loan or, yeah, just or talks, you've been in for 30 years? Maybe celebratory, like just, yeah. I want to love on you. I want to give you value. Got it, okay. I'm not going to act like, hey, ready to sell? It's about time. It's yeah. not like hey, that. Hey, you're getting old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, not a good idea. No, not that. <laughs> but it just, it positions them as, yes. hey, we're here for you. And we want right. to give you value now. Right. We respect the fact that you've invested in uh, the dream of home ownership and here you are. Yeah. So here's what you need to know. Your property might be needing some updates, blah, blah, blah. But the trick is multi-channel. Right. It can't just be an email. It no. can't just be a postcard. It can't just be Facebook. It has to be all the above. Yeah. Yeah. That's the game. We've been talking about that since, I want to say, episode 56 of the Tom Ferry Show. I, I kid you not, because I remember like 54, 55, 56, 57, I like laid out our entire campaign and Marnie, our whole VP of marketing, yeah. what are you doing? You're sharing everything that we do. And I'm like, no one's going to execute on it. We can open source. Don't software. worry about They're it. They're going to give us And I'm not ideas. saying you, she yeah. actually thought my competition might execute on it. And some yeah. of them have actually. Congratulations. I can name like four of them. All right. So Jeff, what's yeah. the next thing on your list? And we, I think we're going to do like, this has to be your next best one. 
Same thing, Bill. Same thing, Jason. Next uh, best one, know, and Zach, then we're done. You know Zach Gellin's down in I, San Diego. I know. Wait, 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 wait. Zach, do you know? Got, <laughs> yes. you know Zach Gellin's down? Yes, at Zach Gellin's. Yes, down in La Jolla, Recently, California. Probably in business a year or two, and we yep. we worked on what to say. Circle dialing, super important. They've got some listings that they wanted to follow up yep. on. He started calling around yep. homeowners. Yep. And now watch this. Let's role play this real so quick. Brand, okay, we're talking brand new agent. Year, year and right, a half in the on, business. On his grandmother's team. Yep. yep. Okay, so and, love it. And a little bit nervous getting on the phone. Sure. But watch this. Hey, uh, hey, Tom, this is Jeff Mays over at ABC Real Estate. Did you hear about your neighbor? <laughs> okay, watch this. He didn't say anything about a house. He didn't say. Wait, do it hey, again. Do it again. Did you hear about your neighbor? No, do the whole thing. I'm I'm in seventh heaven. Hey, this is Jeff Mays over at ABC Real Estate. Because you know what their brains are going. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn now, real when, estate agent. Then you, and then, then you go, did you hear about your neighbor? They're going to go. The, he, you could actually, he, he's like, you could hear them leaning in going like, who died? Who got arrested? What, watch <laughs> Who's this. sleeping with who? But watch this. You caught their attention. Bingo. Okay? That's Bingo. the key. Because the first time you did it, though, man, you went like, hey, it's Jeff Mays from, you know, the gallons. Did, did, did you hear? Did you hear about, about your, your neighbor? neighbor? <laughs> All right. And then he goes through the story. You know, we recently <laughs> so sold. Uh, uh, Tom, do you, do you know the Joneses, a street over yeah, at 123 yeah, Main Street? Great. Hey, I don't know if you know this. They listed with me. We put their home on the market in the first seven days. We had 10 offers and got over 10% over asking. Wow. So let me ask you, that house had 2,400 square feet. How's that compare to your house? I think we're about the same size. Great. So, hey, I just want to say congratulations. And the reason why is your home just went up in value. And, and you know, you, this is probably a little bit of an odd call. But the reason for my call is we've got four qualified buyers looking in the area. And they asked me to call you to see if you had any interest in selling in the next couple of years. Have you thought about moving? You know, I mean, we're always thinking about it, but, uh, but no, right now we don't have a lot of interest. So let me ask you something. If you were to move, where would you go next? You know, uh, my kids are get definitely getting older. One's almost through college. Right. And you know, we've thought about maybe just downsizing. Right. So but, maybe you know, a couple not, years. I, I gotta be yeah. honest. I know like I get some of these phone calls totally from other understand. agents and it's not totally really something understand. we, you know, we're serious about. So they, they mm -hmm. got 1.3 for their house. So mm -hmm. let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. If I could get you 1.4 or maybe 1.5, would that change your thoughts around moving? I'd probably have to talk to my wife about that. If you could get an extra hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars in this market, yeah. would you consider it? I'd be open to it. Hey, I mean, I, I'm just trying to think like, hey, I mean, like literally totally. when you start talking about the, that kind okay. of math, right? Like hey guys, I mean, I'd be saying no. My wife would be like, tell me more, honey. Tell me more. <laughs> I would just hand the talk phone to my, to my wife. wife. Talk to Kathy. But hey, don't ever forget this. We do sell a little fear and greed. Yeah. It's a yep. little bit of the greed. Like, yep. really? I could get that. What would you do with that hundred thousand yeah. dollars? So then how would he's just, okay. And what Zach is all of 22. Yeah. Yeah. 23. So watch this. We got we had a hundred air uh, homeowners that we targeted. Mm -hmm. He talked to forty of them over probably a week. Mm -hmm. He got three appointments and got two listings from this idea alone. Don't be afraid to get on the phone. Yeah. We we mentioned it early. It's not a sales call. Mm -hmm. It's a service call. It's yeah. letting them know. Yeah. And I think the key is when you say. I'm doing this out of service for my client. My clients yeah, right. wanted me to call, call you. you. It changes the, the tone of that call right. because it's not like greedy agent just trying to make sales. It's right. I'm doing this of service for yeah. my client. Right. And it's been working. So I love it. I love it. Big shout out to Zach. Yeah, way to He's go, Zach. such a star. All right. 
Bill. So I'm gonna. Bill's take now. Your... Bill's now grabbing the microphone. Come fly with me. Right now he's ready. <laughs> so I'm gonna see your circle prospecting and raise you by one. So oh, here Jason, we go. Jason Ferris, yep. our great, our yes. great coach, and yep. also amazing agent in Central yes. California, yes. Fresno, California. Fres, right? yes. Big yes. shout out to Fres, I mean, yes. Amazing. Right, you may know it as Fres, no, but he is you, all about Fres, yes. yes. You challenged him to take as many listings in a year as yes. he possibly could. Yes. I think the final number was just him, not his team. Yeah. It was like 124, 123, right. 124 mm-hmm. listings. Oh, like 76 or 77 of those were actually from circle dialing. Okay, That's bonkers. It's insane. Yeah. Now, and yeah. here's why. And he, he said this on a coaching session yeah. that we actually had um, at, you know, with all the coaches, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying, give me your best ideas, just like what we're right. doing right now. And he said, well, here's the process. The process is you're calling the 50 to 100 homes directly around that that listing that you have three times. The first call that you're making is, hey, Thomas, Bill Pipes over here with Banana Real Estate. I'm the agent that uh, is listing the house, the the Joneses that are right yeah, down the street, trusted me street, to be yep. able. And you know what? I'm giving you a call because you're probably going to see a lot more traffic in the neighborhood over the course of the next couple of weeks. Oh, and so I, great. You're going to see a lot more amazing? cars, cars and, yes, and everything. Yeah, and I just want to let you know, here's my number yeah. if you ever need to call me about about that. Right. Yep. Okay. Great. Wait, wait. I should call you about traffic. No, yeah. If you have, if there's any, if there's any concern, like, are you, yeah, this, are you, says. are you like on the next door no, app he, now? No. I can go to you. Bro, and, like that is what he says. Yeah. Right. Cool. But wait, did you hear about your neighbor? Yes. Um, no, so, but he but, just says, so like, you're going to see a lot of traffic, you see a lot of traffic. And I just want to let you know, if you have any questions, please give me a call. Right. That's it. That's beautiful. Watch jab. Right. Then he right. calls him when it goes under contract. Now the key for this is that you have to do it immediately. You have to do it within the 48 hours right. of the status change, right. right? Because you're letting them in on a secret. Hey, Tom, it's Bill Pipes again. Yeah. Just to remind you, I'm the agent that uh, actually now has sold the house for the Joneses right yeah. down the street. You should see the traffic's going to subside now, right? Yeah. You won't see as many people that's going to take place, right? <laughs> Isn't the traffic amazing? hook is just ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. I love right? it. I love it. And so, and and then they'll always ask, like, yeah, we noticed well, there was well, a lot of cars, yeah. like, well, this what it, weekend. Hey, hey Tom, yeah. what did it sell for? Of course. I'm sorry, I can't tell you that right now, yeah. but I promise you, right, that you'll be the first person or one of the first people that I call the minute yeah. that I can actually yeah. let you know what it's sold for. Okay. Right. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then, so these it, are like just quick. Checking Quick. in, like you, like you'd be checking with your buddy. Hey, man, are we still on for the trip? Like you you're it. doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Watch, it's it's the proverbial Gary V. Jab, jab. I'm jabbing, right. jabbing. Yep. It's not the yep. the typical right hook yep. of a circle yeah. dial that yep. just says, "Hey, I just sold this home." And eh, let me tell you, right. Yeah. And then the third call is, "Hey, Tom, it's Bill Pipes." I know I promised that I would give you a call. I haven't even turned the keys over yet to the home, the new homeowners. However, I want to let you know that house, the Joneses that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. it's sold for blank, right? We're able to do it in X amount of time, right? What do you think about that price? Yeah. Wow. Price is great. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And they'll either say, wow, we think it's that, wow, that was really low or that was really high. Right. If they say it's high, you go, do you think, how do you think your home compares to that? Right. Yeah, oh, same ours question. Is right. It's yep. a similar thing that Jeff has at that point. Mm-hmm. And then you start to cycle into, well, if I could get you that price, is that something that you'd be interested in? Because yeah. the problem I have is I got four other people that are going to be homeless that actually made offers on this property as well yeah. too. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and Jason, like just over now, what happens is invariably he actually gets one, you know, he gets an appointment, gets a listing okay, so and then they see him yeah. again yeah. on another, Hey, guess what, Tom? Yep. It's Jason Ferris again over here at banana real estate. Yeah. The traffic's yeah, coming back. The traffic's coming back. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Okay, right. It's brilliant, man. So, so one of the things I want to bring out to you guys is um, 
you know, obviously we, what we haven't said is like, Hey, there's a do not call list, mm -hmm. right? We need to pay attention to that. We're not telling our clients to call people that are on the do not call list. There's plenty of people that are not on the do not call list. Yeah. Right? Same page, yep. mm -hmm. right? Just, Absolutely, just for like public service announcement for the one person yeah. that's like, well, what if they're on the do not call list? Don't and call them. Fortunate, call fortunately, them. Right. most of the services that you're going to use to yeah. get the numbers in the first place already scrubbed. Are already scrubbed. Yeah. Yeah. I, just want, I just want to clear that up. You yeah. know about the grab, do not grab, call grab, list. Grab, grab about it. the do not call yeah. list. Yes. I, I got on that list like maybe seven to ten years ago. Yeah. Now I get all kinds of calls again. I think it's like for a certain time. It's not forever. We should we, we need, should look yeah, into that. We need to fact check because, that. Fact check that. Because yeah. all, what I'm saying is yeah. that it seems like there's a lot more calls than usual. I still there's get calls by politicians and people right. still looking like to right. raise money. Right. Like right. somehow they're just always calling. Check, yes. check check the rules on that. Yeah, right. that's yeah. actually a really good idea for everybody. Yeah. We should everybody should because it might also be state by state. Remember, like in New York right now, right? It's like they've yeah, they've kind of rebanned phone calls. Like you can't even call your friends, your past clients. You can't call anybody. Kind of nutty, but you can text them, right? Kind of. All right. So so killer two points that every brand new agent, veteran agent, right? Cause you took a super veteran who's also yeah. a business coach for us. Yeah. And then Zach, brand a brand new, new agent. Yeah. So that's a nice little spectrum. Jason, what do you got for our last one? All right. Uh, I got two, I gotta pick one. You can do two, but you gotta do it fast. Uh, well, yeah, right. That's Cause <laughs> normally he talks really <laughs> slow. Yeah. All right, first one I would say is, I wanna go back to YouTube ads and I wanna talk about the in-stream ads that we prefaced before. Yes. All right, so in-stream ads are you go to YouTube and you go to watch a video and a commercial starts to play before, during, and after. Yep. Uh, and it counts down from like five seconds. After yeah. five seconds, there's a skip ad option. Yes. Those are called true view in-stream ads. You're only paying if the viewer actually watches 30 seconds of the video, yeah, which means the if they skip the five seconds, yep. it was a free impression basically. Right. Those ads are amazing, and there are three types of instances for when you can use those ads. Mm -hmm. You can use them for market update videos, for listing videos, and you can use them for any kind of a call to action type of video like, hey, do you want to get a free home valuation or something like that? Yeah. yeah. So I was so, sitting. Okay, I got it really yeah, fast. Because, like this, so the first five seconds is a free impression. Which, but you so, have to work it right. Right, so a smart agent's gonna say like some questions, some, like when you- Not, like, No, there's one, there's one way to hook them. Okay, let's hear there's, it. You got, in the okay. first five seconds, yeah. you must state the area you're talking to. So for oh, example, I, love I was okay. in my, uh, right. I was sitting on my in-laws deck yeah. in Virginia doing some work on my laptop and I was looking at a YouTube video. I was actually going to watch a Gary Vee video and a commercial started to play and believe it or not, it was a real estate agent and I was so proud Yes. and he goes, Hey, listen, if you're in the Roanoke Valley area looking to purchase a home in the next six months and I went, I looked up because there's a massive pattern interrupt when For he sure. called out my area. Right Now it right. used to be that you could actually target down to a one mile radius. Yeah. You can't do that anymore because they have privacy safe radiuses now due to fair housing kinds yes. of changes, but you yes. can still target down to a subdivision level. So literally, if you, you, so you could say a subdivision are you, thing. Living in Irvine best. Terrace, did you know that your home value just, you know, whatever it is, yes. like that's, that yeah, is that's really strong. Now, not ev just public service, not every subdivision is indexed in Google's list, but like, let's say it's like Highland Park. Highland Park like is that. definitely there, yeah. Okay, so I could say like, hey, Highland Park homeowners, wanted mm -hmm. to let you know that yeah. we just sold your neighbor's property for 10% above asking price, blah, blah, blah. If you want all the details, click the link here, it goes to your website. And that's all gotta be under five seconds. No, Which is, no. All, no. The only part that's to be under five seconds is, hey, Highland Park homeowners. But this that's, that's only like two seconds. I know, but I've already got them. Okay. That's one. So like any kind of a CTA based thing. Yeah. Uh, listing videos, uh, announcements about just listed, just sold. Mm -hmm. Those are opportunities for YouTube instrument ads, but also one of our coaches, David Caldwell, and his yes. business is 
just killing it with YouTube Instream Ads where all he's doing is giving the market update news. He's making about a two minute video. It's the brass tacks of what's going on in Sherwood or Tigard or whatever yep. the little city area is yes. he's targeting. Yep. And he just gives them the facts. And from a targeting standpoint, he is simply targeting homeowners who live in that city. That's have you guys it. Have you guys seen this? So he was in one of my masterminds in Orange County recently. And you know we're all talking, everybody's talking about like best ideas and what's working. He's like, Tom said like four years ago that I should be doing how's the market videos. So I started. <laughs> And I've been doing, and I'm, Dave, I, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not rousing you, but like, but he's so like, he's so stoic. Yeah, right. right. And then also he's like, so I started doing it and I got 11 listings last month that people just called me and said, we're ready. And, and I watched like, I watched like 20 of our top clients. I'll go, Oh God, he's told us but, to do that. But how he does it <laughs> you know, is so like, simple. It, right. Like, literally it's simple. Yeah. So it's about a two minute video. Yep. What's crazy if you look at his viewership stats is yeah. people can skip after five seconds, yes. but about 70% are watching two almost minutes. all of it. Yeah. Almost yeah. all yeah. of yeah. it. Sure it's unbelievable. Because but why? why? Because, because YouTube and Google are really good at targeting the right people. They're going to optimize yep. the delivery of the video to the people who want to watch it. He actually increased his spend to 10 bucks a day. So he does a monthly market update. Mm -hmm. He targets like the city of Tigard, and then he does right. one for the city of Sherwood, and he has all of his little areas that he's targeting, mm -hmm. spends 10 bucks a day for 30 days, and then does a new one every yep. single time. And he only targets homeowners. And the reason he went from five to 10 bucks is because he wants the same people to keep seeing it. Right. If you actually look at the size right. of the audience, Tigard is a town of, I think, 60,000, yep. about 2,000 people see it. Yeah. But they keep seeing it. They keep seeing it. They keep seeing who's it. The, who's the person? Who's the agent right. they trust? That's They're right. like, that girl, right? She's the one. Yeah. She's the one that tells me what's going on in the marketplace. I feel educated. I feel informed. And they fall in love with you on camera. Like they, they eventually, do. they're just like, yeah. he's my guy. She's my gal. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a CTA. He's got a link. Yep. You go to my website for some more information. He has the video embedded in a blog post, just right. like the Tom Ferry right. show. Right. And there's a little, hey, let's schedule an appointment, form fill. Yeah. And that's how he's getting the 11 listings. Yeah. The people who have and I want to just interest. say to everybody, like, you're not going to shoot one video and get 11 listings. No, he did this for like he's, a year he's, and a half. He told me like, he said yeah. like, yeah, years into this that I was like, okay, well there it is. Like you, you become that late night with, you know, Conan O'Brien or he doesn't have that show anymore. It hasn't for a long time, but you all know what I'm talking about, right? It's, like, it's your whoever, 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 but it's the same thing every night, every week. And you're like, oh, it's friends. It's Tuesday. It's th like seven o'clock. Absolutely. I, clearly, I don't watch any current it's television. Thursday, it's Thursday. Yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, where everybody knows your name, cheers. Yes. On the latest I might want to look into television. I don't know. I, no one watches TV anymore. <laughs> Hence, YouTube. We're talking about right, YouTube exactly. for that Thank you very much. All right, do I have time to do the other one really fast? Real fast. And then you guys got to pipe in, and then we'll wrap it up. All right. Uh, we call it an epic listing vlog. So, so you know what a blog is, a blog post, but a yeah. vlog is a video embedded into a blog post. So for mm -hmm. example, if I go to TomFerryShow.com, yep. I'm sorry, TomFerry.com and I look at an old Tom Ferry show or I look at a podcast or whatever, yep. you will always notice that yours truly, Tom, yep. always embeds the YouTube video in the blog post and then they add additional text right. to support right. it. Yep. So that's a vlog, if you yep. will. On your website for your next listing, what you do is you make a really great listing video. That's the epic listing video. Yep. An epic listing video by definition is, for our ecosystem of clients, mm -hmm. is a listing video in which you, the agent, are showcasing the listing. Yep. 
Yes. You're the star. Hey, right. welcome to my brand yeah. new listing at blank, yeah. blank, blank. And then you bring them in and tour the house. That's an epic listing yep. video. It's in the blog post with additional details about the property, including photos of the property, right. photos that are geotagged of the address of the property right. to build the local right. SEO. So you go to geoimager.com. Uh, that's G-E-O-I-M-G-R.com. Yep. You actually plug in the coordinates of the actual listing. Yep into those photos you put them up in the you have post. to spend the money so you could do all 30 photos at once this is true right? you have this to spend like whatever ten dollars a month but it's so worth it yes yeah so you, you put those mm -hmm. in there you can put some other a form fill schedule an appointment right. whatever right. and then you publish the the vlog you publish yes. it but then here's the last part you do you go into google ads ads.google.com and you create a pay-per-click ad on that specific page yes and you create targeting on keywords of whenever somebody searches for the address of this property or this neighborhood mm -hmm. or any keyword that's yeah. related to the sale of this home my ad's going to pop up at the top of the screen i want to be above zillow i want to be above realtor i want to be above all of them at the top of the screen yeah and so all of a sudden i become the dominant listing agent yes. for that right there yeah and the goal would be that neighbors who are curious about it google it to try to figure out what it is and then bam I show up right in front of them. They're like, wow, I've never seen an agent do that. Yeah. And it's another impression to position yourself as the dominant modern listing agent in your local marketplace. I love it. That's why I see Tom Ferry ads on Amazon. <laughs> say that again. Because <laughs> uh, he's tracking me. I am tracking. How about, and I'm not going to say the gal's name, but she sent me a photo once. She's like, your ads are everywhere. And she sends me this text and it's Tinder with my ad. And I was like, you're on Tinder. Yeah, we, we, we talked about you that. Know, it's called, yes. it's right. called content exclusions. Right. You don't want to be on those websites. <laughs> I do think we're off Tinder now. That's good. good all job. right. So, so closing, first of all, guys, super fun. I have no longer, uh, no idea how long this is going, but it's been super fun. It's been lots years. of, lots of great ideas. 15 ideas um, right here. I mean, right. Easily. So, so for my friend listening right now and, and closing thoughts from all you guys, but I'm going to say first, um, Ideas are meaningless unless you execute. Right. So if you heard something today, you're like, that sounds hard. Right. That means it's an opportunity for you to lean in, learn, get better. I'd go back through this entire list, you know, and I could already see like Mark Keeley, who's our uh, chief staff writer who does all right. of our blog. Like imagine what he's going to write for right. this entire blog when they, right. so you should go back to TomFerry.com, yeah. whether you're on YouTube or wherever you are and go read because he's going to detail out everything these guys have said. And then the key for you is to say, now, which one do I want to do for the next 45 to 60 days? Right. Which one am I going to lean into right. and make this a big part of my campaign to figure out how I can generate more business, more opportunities, more listings, et cetera. So that's my point. What do you guys got? So I little, say, little coaching you know, here. I say along the line of what you just said is ideas don't work every time, but over time they work. It's yes. all about consistency. Is right. Exactly. It. So right. follow an idea, follow it through and yep. get it done. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it once. Right. Don't do it once. You got to do it, do it, do it, do it, do it to have some like some proof of what worked and what didn't. Bill. So you have got to suck before you shine, meaning that you're going to implement some of this. Like even if you choose one that you There's think is got to be a better simple. way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yes. you're not going to be good. You're going to fail before you finish, yeah, right? I like the way I like I said it. So yes. I'm going to stick with that. So yes. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so. Um, but you're going to start something. You're not going to yeah. be good at it. Yeah. You're, you're going to be, you know, you, you've got to be able to put the time, the energy, the effort in yeah. to be able to actually get good at what it is that you're doing. Right. And I see where uh, a majority of the, uh, what normal agents do is they start something for a short period of time. They don't yeah. get the results. Yeah. They don't give themselves the chance right. to not be good mm -hmm. as they're, as they're evolving. And then yeah. they stop doing it right yeah. when there's an opportunity to be able to have the breakthrough, the transformation that they're looking for. Right. Right. So you got to be willing to, 
really not be good yeah. before you're going to be masterful at it. Yeah. So give yourself the time, give yourself the, a, a little bit of patience as you're learning scripts or learning the dialogues, learn implementing the marketing, not getting mm -hmm. the videos right, taking yeah. yourself 25 to 30 uh, takes before you actually look at it and go, oh, that's finally the one. You're going to get better, but not if you stop. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Love it. It's kind of like with your kids, right? You, yeah. It's the same thing. Your kid doesn't fall down and you go, well, well that's it. They're All gonna, right, no more walking. Yeah. That didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> the results are in the repetition for sure. Um, I would say, like, this is a lot of ideas. And which ones do you want to take? Like, I would say, look for the lowest hanging fruit. Yeah. If something that I said was like, oh, I could do that. I know how to do that. I'm skilled in one of those ad platforms. Great, start there. <laughs> if that is a complete learning curve to you, I would suggest hey, let's go with the low-hanging fruit. Was there a script you took away from today? Right. What's going to actually right. move the needle from a results standpoint? Because I think a lot of agents, at least the ones that I talk to, I talk to a lot of people who feel like they're behind and they're not current and they're not doing enough to market themselves. And I find that to be a highly unproductive feeling I because agree. it's just emotions. And I would say, screw that. You're not going to be a master of everything. It's mm -hmm. never going to happen. So what's the thing you took away from today that you can execute on quickly? Yeah. And then like Bill and Jeff and you were saying, lock into it, keep doing it. You're not going to get the results right away. They come after a while of doing it. Yeah. And then look for the next thing and add one thing at a time, one thing at a time, one thing at a time and measure it, evolve it, test it and get the results you want out of it. That's yeah. my input. Yeah, I love it. All right, well, this has been super fun. So uh, for all my friends out there watching, you know, it's been a while since I've said like, share, make a comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know what else you want us to do. It's the first time in the new studio, so kind of fired yeah. up about that. Like, nice to christen it here. Um, so listen, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, make sure you like, you share, you comment, all that good stuff, and then we'll see you next week on the Tom Ferry Podcast Experience. See you guys. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.